0: Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilym, your host, and I am again broadcasting with what I believe is bronchitis. So please pardon the funny way I'm talking. So Merry Christmas. This episode is going to air around Christmas. And one of my three favorite movies of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. And I thought about this last night because we were watching uh, the Christmas special from The Chosen. And Dallas Jenkins, the producer of The Chosen, was speaking as part of that Christmas special. And he shared how It's a Wonderful Life is his favorite movie of all time. And that really connected with me since It's a Wonderful Life is, is one of my top three. Um, I am an entrepreneur at heart. And so two of my top three are, are these entrepreneurial journey stories. So I'm not gonna retell the whole story of It's a Wonderful Life. I'm going to assume that you've already seen it, but I wanna talk about 10 lessons entrepreneurs can learn from It's a Wonderful Life. So the first lesson is to dream big. I believe it's contagious. So George is ambitious, he dreams big. He wants to travel the world, go off to college, build things, and, and people, Um, believe in him and, and support him in that. When George is courting his future wife, Mary Hatch, he said to her, do you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. That connected with her as well. Dream big, it's contagious. Often when I'm consulting, I say, it's easier to accomplish something big than it is something small. When we think big, it's easier to get great people to join our team. It's often easier to raise money. It's often easier to, to get customers to, to come purchase something that's big. So a lot of times people think small because they think it's going to be easier, but I actually think small is harder to be successful, especially in the long run, that success is most easily achieved when we dream big. The number two lesson that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is to not give up when plans change. I'm sure you've heard it say, said by by people much more famous than me that success is on the other side of hard, right? We've, we've got to go through those sacrifices, those hard things to find the true success that really matters in this life. So, Let me give a couple examples from the movie. When George is about to go travel the world, his father dies and he has to help get the business settled. When he's about to go to college, they ask him to take over the business or Potter would take it over. When he's about to go on his honeymoon, he finds out that there's a run on the bank and he ends up giving up all of the money that he had saved for his honeymoon to salvage the bank. When we don't meet our dreams the first time or in the short short run, we shouldn't give up, we shouldn't let it overwhelm us. We need to realize that the success we're looking for is on the other side of hard, and it requires a sacrifice for us to get there. The third thing that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is to serve something bigger than ourselves. I think the biggest thing that George was serving was helping his customers. He he gave a famous speech to Potter where he talked about um, all of the families that that he was helping to get out of his squalor, all of the families that he was helping to to get a a small home that they owned and did not have exorbitant mortgage rates on those homes. Um, That meant a lot to him and the lives that he was able to change as a result of what he was able to do. There's a quote on a picture that hangs in the Bailey Savings and Loan, and it says, all you can take with you is that which you've given away. The fourth lesson that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is to not compare ourselves to others. We all have different paths. We all have different things that we have to go through, but we all have different rewards at the end. And usually at the end, we wouldn't trade our path for anything. There's a moment when George's friend, Sam, asked George and Mary to go to New York with him and, and to take a job with, with his company. But George decides that because of the situation and the savings alone, he can't do it. He has to stay and run the business. In that moment, he kicks the car in frustration and Sam even becomes very successful and later it, later on even helps to bail George out of his, his big challenge at the end. But that would not have been George's path. That would not have gotten George where he needed to be. So, George had been working at the savings and loan, hoping that when his brother graduated, that his brother could take over the savings and loan, and that that he could go pursue his dreams. However, it didn't work out that way for George. George ended up paying for his brother Henry to go through college, and then, even though George wanted to go into the army, um, he was not able to for medical reasons, and his brother Henry um, went to the war and earned the medal. George is never jealous. He's never resentful. He's so excited for his brother that he passes out the newspaper in town to brag about the accomplishments of his little brother. We're all on our own journeys. We're all at different stages. We should never compare our rut to someone else's peak. The fifth thing that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is to forgive others. George's uncle that worked with him in the bank was very forgetful and often made mistakes. The biggest mistake he made was when he misplaced an $8,000 deposit. He put it inside a newspaper and accidentally, um, that ended up in the hands of George's rival bank owner, Mr. Bailey. While George was upset, he did forgive his uncle and even went as far as taking the blame himself. Our employees often make mistakes. Instead of blaming them, we should forgive them. We should ask ourselves, what could I have done better? We should also ask ourselves, did that person do the best they could? Maybe our employees only made the mistake because we didn't communicate clearly. Maybe there's something we could have done better that could have prevented it from happening. We should take responsibility for the actions of our employees wherever possible and reasonable. Number six, our competition may be ruthless our competitors will likely be ruthless and sometimes do things that are unethical um, and they'll often even get away with them. The story that I referenced above where the $8,000 was stolen by Mr. Potter is a great example of this. Mr. Potter stole that money and he even got away with it. And the movie doesn't even resolve with him being discovered and held accountable for taking that. Often in life, people do unfair things to us and hurt us, and, and it's never made right in this life. However, even though our competitors or others may get away with things that are wrong, it doesn't mean that we should do the same thing. We need to be as honest and ethical as we can be. We aren't perfect, but we need to do the best we can. Uh, scriptures tell us that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I know that that is true. We need to let the Lord take care of the vengeance part our part is to love. Our part is to forgive. Our part is to be ethical and do the best that we can in those situations. The seventh thing that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is to not be afraid to ask for help. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. So George tries to commit suicide. George thinks there's no solution um, for the the situation that he's in for this money that's missing and and the consequences of it but instead of asking for help he thinks that he has to solve it all himself we need to remember that it's okay to lean on others it's okay to ask for help it's especially okay to ask for help from our friends and our family from the people who love us and at the end of the movie that's what's that's what happens mary asks for help and all of the people that george had helped from the past came forward and gave him money. And George was able to get out of this seemingly impossible situation because he had invested so deeply in helping others and building those relationships. The eighth thing we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is that character is more important than money. Integrity and loyalty are linked. George was a good man. He saved Henry from drowning. He saved the pharmacist from accidentally poisoning the child. He sent his brother off to school. He took over his father's business. He helped people find affordable homes. When Potter offered George a $25,000 salary per year to come join Potter and leave the savings and loan, George turned it down because he felt there were more important things than money and he he felt he had a responsibility to continue to help those people. At the end, Harry proclaims that George is the quote, richest man in town, unquote, not just rich because of all the money people gave him, but because he has friends and family who love and support him. Compare that to Mr. Potter. What is true wealth? It's not just measured by what's in our pocketbook or what's in our bank account, but it's measured far more by the people we love and who love us. The ninth thing that we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is that our life has purpose and meaning that is far greater than just making money. Clarence tells George, quote, strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. And when he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Unquote. He also says, quote, You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. Don't you see what a mistake it would be to throw it away? Unquote. Our life touches so many others. When we feel lost and alone and desperate, remember, our lives have purpose. Your life has a purpose or many purposes. It's our job to find out what those are, and often the purpose isn't making as much money as we possibly can. We have to learn to be grateful and recognize our blessings, something George could only do when it was all taken away. And finally, the 10th thing we can learn from It's a Wonderful Life is that no man is a failure who has friends. At the end of the movie, Clarence gives George a book with a note that says, quote, no man is a failure if he has friends, unquote. And in the end, it really was those friends that helped George through his hardest situation. Those friends and that love and those relationships were truly the wealth of his life. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you enjoyed it, I encourage you to go download my free ebook about passion marketing so you can learn how to become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. And I wish you success and a very Merry Christmas.